I never really got into it. I don't really know the word. Story. I just know there's like big furry dog. Falcor. That you ride. And it flies. Yeah. I did have a dog named Falcor. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big fluffy white dog. My neighbors are nerds because they have, their Never dog is called Zelda. Story. Cool. Yeah. That's neat. So you can tell someone how nerdy they are by their dog's, dog's name. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're still going. It's the background to your conversation. <laughs> That's how we should get around copyright stuff. Is Sarah yeah. just thinks the background tune? I don't know if that I, is a way to get around copyright. I I'm did, technically still singing the yeah. song. I did laugh my ass off in that scene in, that, in Stranger Things, though. Yeah. And I was reading a bunch of people like the worst part of Stranger Things almost didn't happen, and it's like it was hilarious. The best yeah. part of Stranger Things. I, my, well, my favorite thing, though, was the reaction. So, like, not just Hopper's face, but, like, Joyce is, like, leaning against the wall in the, in the background. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I need to rewatch that yeah, episode. Yeah, I, I already want to rewatch I loved, and this is the second time, I think the second to last episode, they've done a kind of a cool reveal. Uh, I don't want to give anything away for people. What was the second to last episode? Well, how they kind of all, the stories came together. Oh, sure. And then in the second season, um, L when she came back, sure, the second to last episode, yeah, and I was like, oh. yeah, but they, they all came back together to immediately split up again I know, I know. <laughs> in the next episode, which was fine, that. but yeah. you know, story. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, hey, well, let's hello. talk about some movie news. Yeah. Um, oh, have we started? Yes. Hi, hi. We did start. Welcome to Screen on the Spot. Oh, well, that's going to be Three on the podcast. Later. Yeah, cool. So, I wasn't just singing for your benefit. Welcome sure, that's four fun. minutes ago. I was singing for all of our thousands of listeners. Benefit. You were singing devoted listeners. Story. Yes. You think if we keep? You think if every episode we say this is for our thousands of listeners, that eventually it'll be true? Yeah, it is true. Okay, you're right. It's true. <laughs> um let's talk about some movie news so we have a lot there's we a lot, have a lot. There's a lot, lot of stuff happens. stuff's happening yeah. lots of stuff lots of cool things um well i don't know about this but so harry styles is in talks to play prince eric in the little mermaid what do you movie. have against harry styles i just don't know if i see him as a prince type well he's british and he looks like a prince and he looks he? like prince charming to me he looks like a <laughs> 20 year old and he was in a christopher nolan film come on right yeah so you should give him credit for that too <laughs> but again it's not just like he's part of a band to him being prince eric because he he's sing. good looking and he could sing he's not that good looking you know what people my wife up. used to think i look like he, someone from one direction what? Not no. him specifically. So I sorry, take Chris. great offense Chris, to that comment. Chris, I'm sorry. But no, I don't know <laughs> how you take offense to that. It's a hell of a When I walk that. down the street, people go, yo, so Styles. Wait, me saying you don't look like, <laughs> or Harry Styles is not attractive, and you saying that you look like a member of One Direction, but not Harry Styles, right. you take offense to that? Because do. that makes total okay. sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think that's a good choice. I don't if know. If that would be true. I think it's okay. I don't know. It's you fine. Know, just... It's, He's just like, a, well, I guess the Hallie uh, Bailey girl is also very young looking, too. So. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Wasn't Ariel pretty young? Yeah. She, was, like young. Seven, she was turning 16 yeah. on her 16th birthday. I think it's fine. It's not like I don't hear Harry Styles as mm. Prince Eric and get excited. I, it's fine. Yeah. I I think it's cool. Well, how do you feel about Javier Bardem That's kind of cool. Oh, King yeah. Triton? That's kind of cool. <laughs> I like Javier Bardem a lot, so... But I will say that there was like fan art saying that Idris Elba should play King, T- King Titan, and that would have been awesome. I would also love that. That would have been awesome. But he's busy with Cats. Yeah, he's doing Cats. He's <laughs> well, that's actually not on my movie news, but we could talk about that. Cats is releasing its trailer um, soon, and they did like a little three minute like behind the scenes yeah. thing, which is like so funny because the cast is like it's, we- it's a weird. It cast. It is a weird mm. cast. Like Idris Taylor Elba, Swift, Idris Jason Elba, Derulo. Idris Elba dancing with Taylor Swift is so funny if, to me. I don't know why. I don't. I just saw. Well, I told you guys the last episode, Valentine's Day. I watched a little bit of that, and every time Taylor Swift is on the screen, she's not good. The movie is. I mean, the movie's bad, anyways. But it just got even worse when she was on the screen. So I, I really don't like understand that was why like they're doing Eight that. years ago, so she it was a long she time could ago. Have yeah, but better. she hasn't done anything. Well, I know, but I'm saying she could have matured and got just gotten better. So you're defending I also her, don't, but not Terry Styles. I, I also don't think she was cast for her Apples acting. Apples and oranges, Chris. I don't think she was cast for her acting skills. I'm pretty sure it's because yeah. she can sing and, and will like, sell Can movie. she, though? She will sell them. She'll sell the movie. She can sing. She's a famous that's, singer. That's questionable. She's a famous singer. She can sing. Yeah. 
She sings better than like Britney Spears. Yeah, tomatoes, tomatoes. Oh my god. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I think I I I am very excited about Little Mermaid. Like, and they're going different places with Absolutely. their casting. I think that's cool. Out of the so, box. Yep, totally out of the box. <laughs> I do that every every week. <laughs> yeah, he, Justin always hits his microphone and it hits him in the face. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, okay, other movie news. Barbie movie. So I was like so sour about this. Like, yeah. how stupid was this going to be? Because they've been trying to get this thing made for several years and they've gone through several different Actress. writers and actresses and directors. Yeah, first it was going to be like Amy Schumer was going to mm-hmm. be in it and she was writing it with her right. sister who wrote that. What was that movie with the. Um, dude, Bill Hader. Trainwreck? Trainwreck, mm-hmm. yeah. So her and her sister wrote that. And they also wrote that Snatch movie together, too. So they were doing a Barbie movie, but now they're not doing a Barbie movie. Now mm. it's Greta Gerwig right. and her writing partner, Noah Bombach. And I love both of them together because yeah. they've done several movies. Um, Francis Ha. So this isn't like a, this is like Mistress a America. serious, not like I don't, a cartoon. Well, we, we don't, don't know. know. So the original plot when Amy Schumer was going to do it had to do with a like, Barbie who was considered not perfect enough, so and so she was like ousted from Barbie, world. Barbie mm-hmm. land yeah. and mm-hmm. goes into the real world. Which sounds kind of like Elf. <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah. I could see it being like a weird, quirky little right. Elf yeah. type style movie. But I can't imagine that's the storyline now because, so then it, after Amy Schumer, it was, Anne Hathaway was in talks, mm-hmm. and then now Margot Robbie is cast, and like, I don't I mean they I'm sure they can do stuff, but I'm not gonna be able to believe that Margot Robbie is not a perfect Barbie, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Hmm. So maybe she gets like badly but, burned or something. Yeah, yeah. maybe. But also yeah. now that Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach are involved, like who knows what they're gonna do with and the story. Greta is like very uh, she's an outspoken feminist. Right. Like I can't imagine that her dialogue wouldn't be just like very quirky and like women empowering. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's why my first thought was like, holy crap, they're way too good to be doing this movie. But then I thought, well, especially if it's geared towards a family audience, like that's a really, I'm sure they can do something really cool with like what, you know, uh, for young women even Mm -hmm. to be watching this movie, like set a good example. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty excited about it now. I did not want to see it, but now that I know that two of them are involved, I just hope it's not like a life size with Tyra Banks or something. Oh, right. (laughs) Because isn't that kind of the same story? Yeah, like, like she's, a, she's like a doll that comes to life. Comes to life. Yeah. But maybe, I mean, she may not be playing a doll. She could just be playing like the Barbie character. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the original one gave me like enchanted feels. Same same with Elf. Like mm-hmm. the original idea of this person coming into the real human world. That's kind enchanted. of the genre I'm seeing too. Yeah. And I could yeah. I could see that working. Yeah, yeah, sure. So Totally and, underrated movie, Enchanted. Ella, what? Oh, Enchanted, yeah. yeah. Not Ella Enchanted, yes. And they, enchanted I think is I read that they also would like Greta Gerwig to direct, but she has not signed on to do that mm. yet, so. I am for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. I Anything with Greta Gerwig's I name on yeah. it, I'm there. I love her, yeah. Lady Bird. I'm so excited for Little Women. Like, oh, yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's all good stuff. Give her more things. Um, so I am super excited about this movie news, the 007 news, which um, yeah. Yeah. seems very fun and like a cool twist. So Liana Lynch, who played... Um, the I, Captain Marvel. I'm not friend. remembering things today. But what was her name? Uh, Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo or, Mar- or Maria Marvel. Rambo. She was one yeah. of those two. She she is going to be Double O Seven, I guess, yeah. in the yeah. new Double O Seven movie, which is very cool news. Yeah, they're going to like hand it off. Uh, I think. In so, the- oh, yeah. it makes sense. I mean, yeah. this is technically yeah. a rumor, but I, it sounds like a very true rumor to me mm-hmm. um, that. In the beginning of the movie, she gets called in and she's being referred to as 007 because um, Daniel Craig's 007, mm-hmm. James Bond, is in retirement. So she's like taken on the 007 role and then he has to come out of retirement to, you know, mm-hmm. do the rest of the movie. Which like, I, <laughs> I, I hope they don't like drop her. Like I hope they're yeah. working together yeah. and I hope, I hope it's not too. just like, a, oh, well, he's back and she's out type right. of thing. But the, the, the quote I saw was like, he hits on her. She shoots him down and has no interest. And then it said like dot dot dot. At least not yet. So I don't mm-hmm. know if like maybe she'll develop into some sort of love interest, which I kind of hope not. I'd rather her be like her own thing or yeah. whatever. But and I'm, I, I think it's cool. I think that's a great. They're taking. It's interesting because that whole storyline. I mean, it's not the whole storyline, but it's a little similar to how Skyfall starts. Mm-hmm. Is that I mean he gets shot at. He's he, like he's over, like in retirement, he's over it. yeah, and then he comes back, and I love that because it, the whole 
like premise of Skyfall is that oh he's like too old mm-hmm. he can't do this anymore and I love that part of it yeah and then he comes back and he has to prove himself to even his boss uh-huh. um, and stuff and so I think that this is a good, if that's true that's a neat a it's neat also idea. a really good way to continue the franchise yeah. without like rebooting it or anything because it's still in this world because mm-hmm. like like I know that the way that because of the internet is the internet a lot of the headlines were like you know here's the new 007 and so people were like what like they're doing a gender mm-hmm. swap whatever yeah. which isn't the case James Bond is still James Bond mm-hmm. yeah. it's not like she's coming in as Jane Bond right you know? mm-hmm. but I think it's a perfect way to like pass the torch yeah. and if they want to continue the franchise can continue it with her and not be a James Bond and I know you can't do that with every movie but I credit them for taking that route with this yeah. one when they have the opportunity when 007 is the agent like number it's not like i mean i know james bond is 007 but other agents can be 007 yeah, right it's just the number so that's why i think it's cool that they're still including him uh-huh. it's not like they did this movie without her and then the next one is involving her yeah. i like that they're actually trying to get people on board yeah, with this idea it feels like a cool. clear passing the torch situation yeah. which mm-hmm. is really cool but it also is sad like if they do stop making it like the james bond character is like done like i, oh, sure. I do mm-hmm. kind of feel like that would be sad because it's such yeah. an iconic character like just to like retire him completely mm-hmm. like i mean i i love what they're doing too but like at the same time if they just stop making james bond films then that, yeah that's kind of sad yeah especially cause, i can like, see why people would be upset about that yeah. like why we, we still like james bond they yeah still, he's still mm-hmm. making money it's still doing it's a still cool franchise like yeah. just to like get rid of him completely like I, I feel like I can understand why people would be upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. But I mean, there's totally room for new, new things to happen. Yeah. So. And it, it, you know, who's to say that like, we can't have a franchise with, with, you know, uh, with Lynch. And then mm-hmm. when that when runs Idris its course. Elba, yeah. When I that, well, I just feel like when her franchise runs its course, they yeah. can reboot it again if they want. Yeah. And bring the in, new actor. You know. Yeah. But like, I think people are mad because like, it's the way it's always been done. There's always yeah. been a mm-hmm. James Bond character and it just becomes a new actor every few years or whatever. Yeah. So like I, people are like trying to reconcile that part sure. of it. And I, I get that. Ending. And yeah. I do too. But like, I, I also think it's amazing. To yeah, have absolutely. What if she it, so. marries him that would be and cool. then she takes his last baby. name Take, yeah. as Bond? <laughs> that would be cool. There yeah, you go. There you go. I just wrote the script. Actually, <laughs> really Carrie like Ann Fuqua. But then how do you like, I mean, unless he dies you know it's like well why wouldn't he be involved if they're married yeah well (laughs) maybe he's retired we never see him that's weird she Um, never sees her husband daniel craig and one of the uh, i can't remember somebody else daniel craig really wanted to come off i think the studio Mm -hmm. head the studio head and daniel craig were both like really on board they wanted to kill james bond off in this one yeah and carrie funkanaga was like hell no i'm not killing james bond off like that's not happening so well, um, wait a yeah, that's the how they wanted now to do he doesn't it. die. <laughs> I don't know. He could die. Who knows? Yeah. Let's just We're hope a there. script doesn't leak like last time. I didn't read it. Did oh, you? Also, Christoph Waltz no. has been rumored to come back. Yeah. So that He told somebody cool. on set, you didn't see me. That's funny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, he also, I believe, I haven't, I've only seen Spectre once, but uh-huh. I believe he has no eyes anymore. Probably just so. one. Because the original Blowfield uh-huh. has the scar over his eye. That's where uh-huh. Dr. Evil is spoofing. Makes sense. Yes. Anyways, that's, he's so that's still neat. alive. He's still his brother. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Um, doo, doo, doo. Austin Butler has been cast as the new Elvis Presley. We've had many discussions about the last couple of weeks yeah. and who was going to be Elvis. And the saga and now of we Elvis. know, and it was not anybody we thought we no. that was no, going to be. It. I'm a little confused by this because I didn't know who this guy was, and so yeah. I looked at his IMDb. So he came from the Disney Channel. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Did you listen to some? He can sing really well. He's got a great voice. So can Harry Styles. Yeah, Harry Styles doesn't get yeah. Elvis, so they give him. That's so somebody what else I, gives him I, I will say. I I would rather have him be Elvis. Who? H- Harry Styles. Really? Okay. I, I think Austin looks a lot more like Elvis than you know, Harry some, Styles yeah. does. So. Well, too bad Miles cool. Teller was obviously being too much of a douche Ooh, to get it. <laughs> I listened to that <laughs> interview where he was like talking about yeah because somebody was like, oh, you could play. This was before Rocket. This was a couple of years ago. Somebody's like, "Oh yeah, play Elton John." He's like, "Rocket or something." Uh-huh. Like you could play him, and he goes, "No, Elvis first. Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna play Elvis first. Well, it was like, just a like few it was weeks going ago. Going to happen. Yeah, just a few weeks ago on Kimmel or Fallon or whatever it was, he was like, "Yeah, that's my dream project. You know, I want to do it." And it, sorry, dude. Wow. <laughs> did did not, not get it. Did not pan out. Did not work. I kind of feel. I don't feel 
bad for him because, like I said, we've heard stories that he's kind of a jerk. Well, but I mean, he's I, a great actor. He's though. a good actor, and, and of course, I feel a little bad. I mean, if it's his dream role and, and, he, he, and he doesn't get it, over. you know, that's that's got to be I mean, a bummer. He but. was, I mean, phenomenal performance in Whiplash. Yeah, which he never even got nominated for that. No, though, which is kind of frustrating. Uh, I liked him in that. No, I. Uh, I liked him a lot in it, but I don't know. I don't know if he was like a Oscar nomination good. I'm whereas J.K. Simmons was. Yeah. excited for this Austin Butler kid. He was like recent, most recently in a play with uh, Denzel. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I think it was on Broadway. I'm not sure, but he was in a play with Denzel. So I he's mean, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sure, I'm sure he can act. Like I did see that. Very cool that they are giving it to some. You know, Ansel's got West Side Story. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Harry Styles, maybe Prince Eric, and also has a musical career. Right. Miles Teller isn't hurting for roles. Like, he's just I, you know getting I in think trouble. It's neat, like that they they gave it to the one that guy that like no one sure. knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good for good for Boz, and good for Austin. He Way al- to go. He also, I think he was or is still dating. Um, geez, I cannot remember names today. Something is seriously wrong with me. The girl from High School Musical. I don't know. Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens, yeah. They oh. were their boyfriend and girlfriend, or were at some point. I yeah, know yeah you, you talked about Austin Butler coming from Disney. It was a bad thing. I mean, Zac Efron's done fine. Yeah. Well, he's different. He's different. Why? Because yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just Zac Efron. Okay. <laughs> uh... I know we've like discussed this to, like before. I just I still don't understand why we're continuing to do music or like, movies about artists. Oh, because it's, it's it's that's the popular I know, thing. But right I don't now. want that to be a thing. I like it. I'm fine with it. I but I do want them to do as something as different. Good. Like I I don't right. want it to be the same thing every time. Yeah, you know. Which I don't have a problem if they did Rocket Man because it apparently was completely different than yeah Bohemian Rhapsody. But yeah. If they get Michael Myers or Michael Myers, <laughs> Michael Mike Myers. Myers in this one too, I'm going to scream. <laughs> I don't. I think. Well, Tom okay. Hanks is in it, so yeah. Is he playing the manager? Because mm-hmm. that would be yeah. cool. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's like, it's like that thing you do, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> but why didn't he direct this one? Because Boz Lerman's directing it. Chris Boz has a very cool style, so yeah. be well, so does Tom Hanks. Yeah. What else do we have going on? We have Mine Hunter is coming. Yeah, everyone, Mine Hunter, August sixteenth. Yes, and yes. we haven't gotten a trailer. No, but, but we're got, we're getting like teasing like pictures. It's going yeah, teases, which the, is cool. So yeah, we're, we're getting a like, glimpse into it. We got a picture of the guy playing Charles Manson. Yeah. Um, I feel like I need to rewatch the first season, even though I don't mm. have time to rewatch yeah, the first season. Because um, I don't really remember a lot of what I definitely, was going on. I definitely remember how it ended, and then I only recently started getting like flashes of stuff whenever I was looking at the photos. Because I'm like, when they showed Anna Torf's character, I was like, oh yeah, I remember her storyline now a little bit. I don't. Uh, and then uh, Jonathan Groff's partner, I had forgotten a lot of his storyline until I was seeing the pictures, and I was like, oh yeah, his son. And there's the whole thing that mm-hmm. the son could be creepy. Or yeah, whatever. I don't remember any of this. I don't either. Yeah, I'm oh, really? need, I I need like a little like three minute YouTube recap mm-hmm. or something. I was also, I think I was, I don't remember any of that. I was also a little bit late to Mindhunter, so maybe that's why I remember it. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a little bit more fresh. Uh, like I wasn't that late to it. It's been like two years since season one or something, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I was at least a few months late to it. But. Anything Fincher has his name on. I'm game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think it, I, I'm excited. I think the, it's cool that the, that the guy that's playing Charles Manson is the same guy from once upon a time in mm-hmm. Hollywood. And because it's a different time period, he looks so different. And I never thought about that, that the fact that he would look different. So it's neat that he gets to play how, Charles Manson in two different stages. How did that happen? Cause is it the same Sony is not related to any of this, correct? A lot. Who, who? I don't know. Because I think I think that's fascinating that they did that. I'm just sure. I'm curious to know how that happened. Sure. They're like, oh, you're Charles Manson in this. Uh-huh. How about you come be our Charles Manson? Yeah, it's but really I think cool. it's really cool. Like, you don't see that very often. No, and because it, uh. it's not like it's the same. Like if it was a Sony product and then Sony, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I think that I sure. see why. But I think that's cool. Maybe he's like a Vegas Charles Manson lookalike. And <laughs> Seriously. Like, hey. This guy looks a lot like him. Let's yeah. cast him. And did you say, so we got this little cool press kit with yeah. all these images. Yes. It was really cool. I love that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like tons of pictures um, that we had access to. And but again, I don't remember anything about Mindhunter. Right. So I'm like clicking through these pictures. Like, like, I don't know what, is what <laughs> this is. I don't know what I'm looking at. But did you say that there was a BTK uh, Yeah, there were, there were a couple. Well, of he images. was in the first episode. 
Well, he was the whole season. Uh, you saw him. Yeah, yeah he was in the first But then we were curious because out. this was never mentioned because uh, the second season apparently uh, surrounds the Atlanta, Atlanta child murders. Mm-hmm. And then they mentioned Manson. And so I was like, well, what about BTK? Because yeah. they set it up like, like it was going to be the story for yeah. the second yeah. season. So that's good to know that that's apparently going to be uh, I think, a part of this. I think it'd be cool if we get these flashes of him throughout the whole series mm-hmm. until like the final season. And then he's a big part of the final season. Yeah. And that... That would be kind of neat. Yeah. But maybe that's what they're doing or maybe not. But there were images of the BTK Well, let's guy. not take like four years to make another <laughs> season, please. Because oh, right. I would right. like to see. Just, it's so hard when shows take so long. Because also mm-hmm. like the Mr. Robot teaser yeah. came out. And I was just like, I don't even remember where that yeah. season left off. Like it's confusing to begin sure. with. So to try to remember it from two years ago is yeah. like next to impossible. I feel that way about Stranger Things because it was like a year and a half yeah. or a little bit a more year than and that. Half, yeah. And that's so long and the kids are going to keep getting older. So we're going to have weird time. time. We're going to have to have I mean, time jumps, you know, so I'm like, I want it now. <laughs> and I'm a brat when it comes to that. But I feel like I guess we want quality over yeah, quantity. yeah. I don't want it to be rushed, yeah. but like, I don't, the, the, I don't need it way. now, but I feel like uh, seven to eight months is mm-hmm. about all, all, all before I forget, you know, right. what's going on. It, like it needs to be at least a, like a year. Right. No more than a year. Also, with some of these shows when they're so popular, and maybe Mindhunter wasn't as big as... I mean, I, I know it wasn't as big as Stranger Things, but mm. like a show like Stranger Things that's so popular, I'm, I honestly am kind of surprised that the the processes aren't starting sooner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know that on the press tour they were saying, yeah, we're like coming up with ideas for season They don't four. even have it written yet. Yeah. yeah. And it, so I'm like, why, why wouldn't they try to write this before? Like while they were in post-production or something. Yeah, like something at least like get like outlines jotted right. down so you know where the story is going to go. Yeah, because yeah, you know like, it's going to be popular enough to have a forever. fourth season. But anyways. I mean, I'll still watch them, but again, I I don't have time to be re-watching seasons. <laughs> so, especially if it's Too like... Too much TV. Especially if it's like something like Mr. Robot where you kind of need to go yeah. watch all of them. You can't just watch the last one, so... That needs to be... I know most shows do this, but I think it needs to be a requirement mm-hmm. to have recaps mm-hmm. because we were about to watch the last couple episodes of Stranger Things, but luckily they had a nice recap yeah. that was like three or four minutes. I think we still, even though we had rewatched season two, I think we still watched the recap just to... I don't remember watching the recap, but I should have. <laughs> Those are always helpful. I know, yeah. I'm just, it's too far in between seasons and I I, I, I don't, like, I really don't remember mm-hmm. anything about Mindhunter. But I'm very excited because it was a great show. Yeah. And I was very interested in it. Um, okay, we got a couple of trailers that came out today t- or came out this week. Um, the Kingsman prequel the king's man which is our original unoriginal is that what you said <laughs> so how original how original um i it takes place during a war i'm not i think it's world war ii is it two i yeah. think it was two I, I don't know that they i don't know when i was watching it i don't think i it's, it looked like maybe normandy was in uh-huh. there and some other stuff but um it definitely looks more serious than the last or the yeah, first couple the, movies the tone in, in general does feel a little a little mm-hmm. different so i'm really curious to see how it goes because that's what i love about the kings of movies is how fun they are and they're kind of just quirky and weird quirk, the quirk and, to and it of course and, they have the gadgets that are all sure. kind of crazy so we don't get that when they're in, i mean maybe they will have like <laughs> oh yeah something that time period but it's not going to be uh-huh. you know as cool as what they have now obviously yeah because a lot of the plots have dealt with like mind control or robots, yeah. Or, so, so it's going to be interesting to see what Absolutely. the bad people are trying to do and during the World War II era. Uh-huh. So, well, it's an interesting choice to go for a prequel. And I know that they set up a really large world in the in this in the in, in these movies, but to do a prequel before the third, because he's still planning on doing a, a Kingsman mm-hmm. three, even mm-hmm. so, to do a prequel and then yeah. it's just crazy. Just interesting. I still need to watch some of these. They're f- they're so fun. The first one's really good. The second one I didn't like as much, but um, yeah, they're they're fun spy movies. I just yeah. don't like care for. Uh, it reminds me of Wanted. I don't really care. It's for not at all. It's like not Wanted. like that. Okay, well, yeah. it's it's a lot better. It's completely or X Men. It's not. I don't at all like. It's not like X Men either. I mean, Matthew Vaughn did direct X Men First Class. Okay, maybe that's why. But that was good. Yeah. Like and King, the, fir- the first ago. Kingsman is really great. And then the second one is a lot of fun, but not as good. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this one is at least on par. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's got Ralph Fiennes. I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like his brother, too. Yeah. 
Isn't Aaron Taylor Johnson in in it? Yeah, as well? he he wasn't in the trailer anymore. Yeah, I didn't see him but, in the trailer. But he is. Maybe in it he's in some playing way. the bad guy then. Maybe that'd be interesting. Maybe it's a surprise. Yeah. Um, the uh, movie that I'm super excited about is at Astra. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, the Brad Chills, Pitt man. Movie. Yeah. And I didn't know Tommy Lee Jones Tommy was in Lee that. Jones he, he was in the last trailer. Yeah, he was I never saw trailer. the last trailer. You didn't? No. We talked about it on here. We did. I think it's awesome. Liv Tyler's in it too. Which gave oh, right. me yeah. Armageddon. Like yes. that, yeah. the scene <laughs> that they that in the trailer where she's like looking at the yeah. screen. I'm like, yeah. this is exactly Armageddon. Yeah. Armageddon. Yeah. Like there's no yeah. difference. <laughs> where she's like looking on the screen at somebody that's in space and she's sad. Like I yeah. mean, there was no you know any kind of stretch for her. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is just a a sequel. She got remarried to Brad Pitt. Oh boy! You know, sorry, <laughs> there it boy. is. She dumped Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have heard that this is a mashup of Apocalypse Now, which I haven't seen, and Space mm. Odyssey, which I haven't seen. I've, I haven't seen either. Um, but that, those were the two movies that were an inspiration for this film. So that's well, that's neat. Super cool. I'm um, really excited. It looks it looks kind of bonkers. Like mm. there, yeah. there's like a car chase on the moon. Yeah, yeah. like shooting whatever, guns or whatever on the planet moon. it is. And then I'm confused because someone disappears and like. Are they like a? Oh, there's like a flickering. Yeah, flickering. Character. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I because I was like, I thought that person well, was human. Well, it looked human. like there was like the uh, like a Las Vegas style thing on a yeah. planet yeah. somewhere. My assumption like is just a hologram signs. stripper dude. Yeah. is what it kind of looks so, like. Yeah. So this, but it it looks really great. So is it like? Uh, I never saw Blade Runner. Yeah, it, that's what I I got. Oh, Blade, yeah. I totally got Blade Runner vibes. Mm. Like different yeah. world. Like, yeah. It looks really fun. Cities, and really cities, and other worlds. Yeah, space exploration. And also because it was supposed to come out in May, mm-hmm. and then they delayed it to September. And now that it looks so great, I'm just like, damn it! I wish it would have come out yeah. in, in May. I mean, probably Oscar buzz. Oh, I'm assuming that they, that's why they did that. A lot of cool things opening or coming out, releasing in September. <laughs> What else is releasing in September that you're looking forward to? It, chapter uh, two. It, Rambo. Chapter two. Rambo. Jeez. <laughs> wow. It is, I mean, there is a Rambo no, movie is, opening is, in that, September. That's, that's, that, I mean, that's ridiculous. That at this same point. weekend. Like, I think this movie's going up against Rambo and some other yeah, it something look. else. But what a segue. Chris, that was one of your best segues Thank you. into it, chapter two. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. It, it chapter two. We saw the trailer for that. It comes too. out September sixth. We saw the trailer today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We have a video on our Twitter mm-hmm. if you'd like to see our reactions. Uh, but we <laughs> our, talk, <laughs> quiet. Our quiet reactions. Still, I, I look like I'm in a wasn't days. as good as no. the first right. one. Well, it, I I think it's a really good trailer. It was just like the first trailer was like creepy. Yeah. This one really just plays up like more excitement of it. And they showed the same some of the same stuff because they probably couple, don't want uh, some stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah, I don't want to see too much. Absolutely. Yeah. But. But I yeah I I'm really excited. I think yeah. that it chapter two will be. It looks great. very creepy. Yeah. It does. Can I just say I'm really tired of fun houses with mirrors. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stop. That's that's done so much. Mm-hmm. I mean like. Us it's, just had it. Us, yeah, us. Yeah. Uh, it was in John Wick two. Like I just, you know, I, it, oh, it was in Stranger Things season Stranger three. Things. Yeah. Uh, like that's it's like this weird old trope and why it's being used so much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I will say that I like how it's being used, but I mean, we've just seen that stuff over and over where they're running and they run into the mirror or they don't know where to go. Yeah. Like it, it's just come on, come up with some new yeah. things. Uh, you're taking the easy way out, I guess, with the uh, clown. They it, could have been like yeah. a or corn maze or something. Something. There you I don't go. Know. Just you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of it. I I hope that, which I think it will be well done, but I hope it is not too over the top CGI. Didn't. I mean, like some look, of those scenes I mean, are very like. I'm sure they're heavy. trying. I'm sure they're going to make it bigger. It's a sequel. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, that's. I just hope they didn't spend all their budget on the actors. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm, I feel like we're getting a lot more Pennywise FaceTime. You yeah, know, like yeah. he kind of like lurked in the shadows a little bit, and every mm-hmm. time you saw him, you were creeped out. And this time, it seems like he's in a lot more scenes, so maybe yeah. the creepiness factor will wear off a little bit just because you're seeing more of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. It it's, looks bonkers. It looks. I hate to think that they if they did such a good job with the first one that the second one would be completely opposite, especially mm-hmm. with so many great. Yeah, actors involved, and you got the kids. Which did we ever see the kids? No, oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, several times. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they definitely use an old shot of Richie because yeah. that kid has aged a lot more yeah. since. Like he looked like a baby in uh, 
Finn, what the Finn heck's Wolfhard. up with Georgie? Georgie, creepy kid. He's like yeah. love screaming it. in that trailer. Love it. I don't know. Beep, beep, Georgie. It's beep, beep, Richie in the books. I mean, you know. No. Oh. <laughs> Tomatoes. I don't know. I've never read them. Well, let's move on. Um, I we... said books, plural. It's one book. Anyway. I just well, I just kept watching that trailer like, I know what happened in the books now. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a weird... Did you read the book? I read all about this, the sex scene between the kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was very disturbed by what was happening so. so you haven't read you just read the the all the yeah parts that they were heard this was yeah. a thing and then i was like why was this a thing in the books and then mm-hmm. i read all about it and now when i watch the trailer she's like kissing the one guy i'm like nope she didn't just kiss the one guy <laughs> i read that early she was on, with all of them uh before the first this it chapter one came out because uh they were saying all the scenes that will not be able to be like shown and then I, it was an article, like, the five scenes that could never be shown. Oh, yeah. Um, from the book. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I don't think that that's... I didn't they, know there was more than one, and now I don't want to know. Oh, it's it's nothing of the, that caliber. No. A lot of it is, like, the effects, I think, were a lot of things that you wouldn't expect to see. Something with the angry kid. Oh, yeah. The oh, there is one with Bowers and his friend. Oh, yeah. gosh. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the Emmy Award nominations were out. So let's go through some of these and talk about the mo- the shows that we liked and what's been nominated, snubs, and surprises. Game of Thrones, 34 nominations, correct? I don't the know most. the total. But I think it was 34 nominations. The HBO most. got a ton in general. Unsurprisingly yeah. doing quite well. To the um, most in history. Yeah. Well, let's go through it. Okay, so drama series, Better Call Saul, Bodyguard. Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, Ozark, Pose, Succession, and This Is Us. I don't know why This Is Us keeps getting nominated. I don't either. I don't know why Ozark was getting nominated still. I mean. I love Ozark. I Pe- people too, people but... like This Is Us. I stopped watching it, honestly. We were really into it, but I think that it just gets really old after a while. Mm-hmm. It's the same stuff. I like Ozark, too, but I feel like compared to some of these shows, it just like yeah. does not go to that level. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's the one that seems out of place to me. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah, I and agree. Damn, when can Better Call Saul get some love? Like, it is a really good show. In its final season. Yeah. But the, I feel like the problem is every time the Emmy noms come out, it's uh-huh. been away from TV for too long. Yeah. So people yeah. don't think about it or remember it. Yeah. Like, I really, I couldn't tell you what happened in the last season because it was like a year ago. So, again, same subject of mm-hmm. let's not wait so long. But, yeah, that's a problem with that. Uh, comedy series, Barry Fleabag, which, yay, Fleabag. I've not yet started that, but... I've heard Amazing. really good things about so great. it. I hope it wins. The Good Place, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Russian Doll, which I loved. Super excited. Schitt's Creek got nominated oh, finally. I'm so happy. And yeah. Veep. I, I just started Schitt's Creek and dang, how has this not been getting I know. attention? I know. It's won all the, well, you had said it's won all these uh, Canadian It wins a lot of Canadian awards. stuff, yeah. Uh, like it's I, so funny. Yeah. yeah. Like it does well in the Canadian, whatever the Canadian version of the Emmy's mm-hmm. David. Like, David. Catherine O'Hare, she's just so funny. Oh, it's so great. Um, Love it. I'm just glad you guys are finally watching it. Yeah, I know. I so would not, honestly, I would not be surprised if that, I think I'm picking that just, Shit's great. Really? just for everywhere I've seen people talk yeah. about like that specifically and how happy that they are. That would be are. so crazy. And so, I mean, but it could be that same factor that Shit's Creek has been, it, I mean, it's easily accessible. I mean, it's same with Marvelous and Mrs. Maisel, I guess, but I feel like it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. It was what, last winter? Maybe what or last fall, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel mm-hmm. was out. Oh yeah, so it last may December, be, right? Yeah, November, December. I mean, I love Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, but I would love to see Fleabag or Shit's Creek win. And where is Fleabag? Um, where can I? Amazon. Watch? Amazon. Okay. Barry's up there too. I That's mean, true. People yeah. love. I do love Barry. Barry. I just think Fleabag is like unbelievable. What a great time for comedies, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because oh, it's a great. Ca- it it's a great. It was always sure. Modern Family. Yeah. Blackish. Yep. Veep, well, Veep is usually Veep. on there. But this yeah. is the last um, season of Veep, too. I think I think yeah. Veep's going to get a lot of stuff for that. I've never um, seen Veep. It's it's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, that is a really tough category, actually. The only thing that I haven't seen, well, I haven't seen all of Veep, but I know enough about Veep mm-hmm. because I've seen I just a couple seasons. It. I haven't seen I mean, Fleabag, and people are really raving great. about that. So. Hasn't You'll Veep won, though, before? I'm don't uh, know, but I don't know. Julia Louis Dreyfus like always wins. She wins yeah. like, a lot. I'm sure she'll win this time too. Yeah. The female category, mm-hmm. the actress category. So yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's ever won best show or not, but it should have because it's very funny. 
yeah, that's a, those are I I can pick my drama series. Like I, I still think Game of Thrones is by far and away a better show than the rest of these. But um, yeah, comedy is rough. I, I like totally agree with what you said about Game of Thrones mm-hmm. in the writing category. I think yeah. that's kind of ridiculous. That's the only one I feel like it really shouldn't have been in mm-hmm. because I feel like that was the issue that season was the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, it's. It's still Game it's a Thrones. huge show. It's still a good show. I didn't think it was bad. It yeah. was just like it's weird because it was one. It was like the worst reviewed season too. Mm-hmm. So for I mean, not not that like all critics and stuff mean you, that, that that should reflect in the Emmys sure. and stuff because obviously we've seen things like Bohemian Rhapsody be nominated for Best Picture mm-hmm. when it was not reviewed that well. So but. the writing categories they are not for the whole show. It's for like oh, a okay. specific episode. Okay. So it was the Iron Throne. Which was that the last? Is that the finale? I think that was the last mm-hmm. episode. Interesting. Um, yeah, huh. So that's technically what it was nominated for. But when you look at what it's up against, so Peter Gould and Thomas Schnauz for Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, Killing Eve, Succession, and Handmaid's Tale. Like, I mean, even at its worst, Game of Thrones is still, I think, better than most of yeah, those. Mm-hmm. Most of those, except Better Call Saul. I haven't seen I haven't... Succession, but. I haven't seen I but people love Succession mm-hmm. though. Yeah, I've heard it's good. My husband watches that and he tells me that I should watch yeah. it. It's really good. So I would I'll probably start that too. See, it's just so much. I still have to watch Fleabag. I want to see Succession. Yeah. Like I just can't handle This is one of the first the... years where like I feel pretty good about what I've seen. I mean, there's some drama ones because I haven't seen Better Call Saul, but mm-hmm. like the comedy category, I've seen mm-hmm. I think I've seen everything mm-hmm. on there. Actually. Russian Doll's great too. Yeah, well I've only seen half of Russian Doll, but it is great. Mm. Um I just think, like, comedy-wise, like, it's kind of like a comedy drama. I think the one that makes me laugh yeah. the most is definitely Shit's Creek. So. Fle- Fleabag is hilarious. Well, yeah, but Fleabag is also hilarious. Is it hilarious? I mean, it's, it's really serious, too, and, and kind of crushing. Veep, but... Veep makes me laugh out loud, too. Yeah. So does Maisel sometimes. Maisel's kind of got some drama in there, too, so yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, always, like, I just love the show so much, but, yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, limited series or movie. You got Chernobyl, which was good. Escape from Dannemora, which is amazing. Fosse Verdon, I didn't see. Sharp Objects, hated. And, well, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. And When They See Us, which did, also was... Love that it's on Did Sharp great. Objects just barely miss? Because wasn't Sharp Objects like two years ago? Um, no, it was last year. Was it last year? It, it was in the Golden Globe categories. Okay, that's, so, what, that's where I'm like, yeah, I feel like it's nominated yeah. multiple times. Uh, well, so was, was Escape from Dannemora, because... Um, here I am with names again. Patricia Arquette. Arquette. Arquette won. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, speaking of Patricia Arquette, that's really cool this year. I'm really happy for her that she's nominated in the lead actress for Escape at, uh, from Escape from Dannemora. Escape uh-huh. at Dannemora. At Dannemora. And then also for uh, the act mm-hmm. in supporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just, she's, she's awesome. A, she's Great. a little powerhouse, huh? I'm happy for Joey King in the uh, Joey King. You're d- jumping ahead. I know. <laughs> I didn't know if we're going over all these or if we're just like talking. Well, I'm gonna, we're going to do the sporting category. Okay. Uh, well, I spoiled Lead actress in a drama series, Amelia Clark for Game of Thrones, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, Viola Davis for How to Get Away with Murder, and Laura Linney for Ozark, and Mandy Moore for This Is Us. This Is Us is like... Was Sandra Oh not in there? Categories. Oh, maybe I just didn't. There may be another sheet. Yeah, Sandra Oh for Killing Eve and Robin Wright for House of Cards. Mm. That's the other one. Why is House mm-hmm. of Cards still getting nominated yeah. for stuff? Well, it's just acting. I don't watch that anymore because I It's not good. Like it. I, I tried yeah, to get through like, four episodes. But that doesn't mean... Her performance isn't good. No, and I, I mean, I give her credit for, like, having to really... I mean, she was already becoming, like, the main character anyways throughout, mm. towards the, what, the fifth season. Um, but I don't have a problem with her being nominated. I'm just kind of surprised um, that she is. Huh. But I I, mean, I like her. I just... I That season was bad. Even, like, watching... I, I don't... Sure. Yeah, but again, like, a, a good... You know, you can have a great performance in a bad movie. Uh, the Iron Lady. I never saw that, but I heard it was bad. <laughs> well, and again, people didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody, but yeah. Rami Malek was incredible. Mm, true. It's possible. Yeah. I don't know. I just, there's probably other shows I maybe would have put in drama series. Not that I've thought about it, but. Eh, okay. I get confused what's a series and what's not sometimes because like. Well, like that one's dead definitely. To, like Dead to Me, I didn't think was a mini series, but I th- just thought it was a s- drama series. No, it's a com- I think they put it in. They put it in. Uh, comedy. It would, comedy. It would have okay. been a comedy because yeah. that's where Christina Applegate got it. Yeah. comedy. And she was the only one nominated. Like, um, oh, what's her face didn't get nominated right. either. Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I still feel like Sandra Oh might take that. 
over, yeah. over Amelia Clark because people didn't like Game of Thrones this season. So I don't know. Uh, lead actor in a drama, Jason Bateman for Ozark, Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, Kit Harrington for Game of Thrones, Bob Odenkirk, Billy Porter for Pose, and Milo, Milo Vintimiglia. <laughs> we do this every time. Vintimiglia. Yeah. And This Is Us. So I don't know. I don't know who it would be. Maybe, I mean, maybe. Star- I thought, because I thought it was going to be Sterling K. Brown last I think year. I it would be Billy po- Porter for Pose. You think so? Yeah, he's getting a lot of attention. But I would love for Bob Odenkirk to finally get something. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't see This Is Us winning anything. Including acting. People, I think people, it's just, it's not, it's obviously third season, so mm-hmm. it's just not as getting as much buzz anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just feel like people, it's really hard, it, like, it's really hard for shows once they come out so strong to mm-hmm. maintain that level. Like, I feel like Handmaid's Tales had that problem, too. I mean, mm-hmm. people just lose interest, so, I don't know. Okay, uh, lead actress in a comedy, this is Christina Applegate for Dead to Me. Rachel Brosnahan for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep, which I, I think she'll win this, Natasha Leone for Russian Doll, Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek, which is amazing, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag. So my favorite again, category. This is a really good really category. Tough. Yeah. Besides best those, comedy in general, yeah. my favorite category. They're yeah. very deserving, all of these I women. Think, I mean, I would normally say Christina Applegate because I really like her, but mm. you're up against Rachel Brosnahan and uh, from Schitt's Creek. Um, Catherine O'Hara. I, I think it'll I mean, either be Julia Louis-Dreyfus Dreyfus or maybe Brosnahan, but, yeah, but I yeah. think because it's the final season of Veep, you know, you know how that goes sometimes. Yeah. I think it'll be really tough. Category. And she is so great in that show. In a comedy, Anthony Anderson for Blackish, John Cheadle for Black Monday, Ted Danson for The Good Place, Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method, Bill Hader for Barry, and Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek. Man, another good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bear, uh, Bill Hader won it last year. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see, you know. Who won for mm-hmm. The Kaminsky Method? One of them won a Golden Globe. Golden Globe, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. I, I don't remember. I think it was Arkin, maybe. I think it was, too. All right. Well, what other categories do you guys want to talk oh, to? Oh, I definitely want to I want to talk about the supporting because okay. there's a couple of good things. Supporting at least, at least in dra- At least in drama. In a co- let's do comedy. Okay. That's first. Steven Root for Barry. Anthony Kerrigan for Barry. Noho Hank. Love I him. love Noho Hank. Uh, Tony Shellhoop for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I think he's the best thing about Marvelous mm-hmm. Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Henry Winkler for Barry. He was so great in season two. Had way more mm-hmm. to work for, with than yeah. he did in season one. And he won the Golden he won Globe. The, yeah. so well, he, anyone, he won the Emmy last year, too. I could see him winning again. Alan Arkin for The Kaminsky Method and Tony Hill for Veep. <sighs> love Tony Hill. They're all so good. It's a, that's another really good category. I just love that Noho Hank was nominated mm-hmm. so much because he's so good. He steals that <laughs> he whole steals show. So much as so many scenes. Yeah. But like to be up against Henry Winkler, like that's a tough call. And and last year I really thought Tony Shalhoub would win. Uh, even though I love Henry Winkler, I think he's amazing. But like I would love to see Tony Shalhoub win yeah. this time. Mm-hmm. Well, we skipped over this, but they're the lead actor in a limited series or movie. So Mahershala Ali was nominated for True Detective. No Stephen Dwarf, which I think yeah, is one of the biggest snubs dumb. ever. He wasn't even, not even for supporting actor in a limited, like he just didn't get anything, which BS. I really don't BS. understand that. I think that they were both equally as good mm. in my, like in their roles. Yeah, sure. I think I mean, they both should have been nominated as a And especially actor. for him because he really hasn't done much, right? Yeah. I mean, so th- and then to come Well, he's back, done a lot, but he's, but I mean, he's kind of like he's on a under back, the yeah. radar and I just I thought he was awesome. Me so that's too. really total snuff. frustrating. Sporting actress in a comedy series. So we just did actor. We'll do actress Sarah Goldberg for Barry, Olivia Coleman in Fleabag, Kate McKinnon for SNL, Cian Clifford for Fleabag, Betty Gilpin for Glow. She's the only one that got a Glow nominee. Nation. Um, Alex Bornstein, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Marion Hinkle for the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Anna Klumsky for Veep. I don't care. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be happy with any of them. Um, um, I like Olivia Coleman and Fleabag a lot. I'd That'd be cool. Probably say Alex Bornstein for Marvis and Mrs. Maisel, just because yeah, I haven't seen Fleabag and I don't like Sarah Goldberg's character on Barry. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> She's really good at playing <sighs> such a horrible character, though. She's, and she she's has, not funny, though. Like, that character isn't funny. It's I don't think that annoying. she's. I don't think she's meant to be funny. No, but it's annoying. Well, hook, I know, but. It, she is so good at the at part being that, annoying. So yeah, like that you can, you know, it's like a, you know, a despicable character in anything. Like it's they're really if they're really good at playing that part. She has she does have one episode. There's a moment or like a she has she has a lot to do in this season, and she's mm-hmm. she is really great in this in season two. Okay. 
Well, how about uh, snubs? Uh, wait, we didn't talk about the character. Yeah, the, the, just wanted to yeah, the supporting, supporting oh, actress in a drama. Lena Headey for Game of Thrones. Maisie Williams for Game of Thrones. Gwendolyn Christie for Game of Thrones. Fiona Shaw for Killing Eve. And Julia Gardner, who's really great in Ozark. Mm. Uh, if this doesn't go to Lena Headey, even though I did not like her in this last season because they didn't give her anything to do, mm-hmm. yeah, but, I will be mad because she has never won an right, Emmy. And she's been yeah. nominated four times to play Cersei Lannister. Mm-hmm. Her, she's never won. That f- Her last episode, she is so good. She mm-hmm. is really Really good, but she has very she few doesn't lines. have a lot to do. Yeah, granted, you can still act and not have oh, many well, that, lines because there's still be amazing. But. There's the two moments one when she realizes, like when when uh Daenerys is going around with a dragon or whatever, there's mm-hmm. like a, that moment when she realizes, mm-hmm. okay, I've lost, and then yeah. when she's underground with Jamie mm-hmm. and loses it, like mm-hmm. those two moments are she's so good, yeah. or even when she sees him for the first time in the map room, like I would say three moments, sure, she's yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. So, do you think that that could would the fact that there's three other or Two other Game of Thrones. There's four of them total. Four. So, so Sophie Turner already. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why isn't so on this list? They didn't list Sophie Turner, but Sophie Turner was also nominated mm-hmm. for yeah. that too. Yeah. So when you're up against, that's true. Other, I mean, I wonder if that's gonna split. But then again, yeah. When you look at her name, you're like, okay, well, she yeah. get it over she anybody was, else. I mean, I, if if Gwendolyn Christie won, that'd be great too. Mm-hmm. Especially because she she put her name in herself. Yeah, that was cool. It was really cool. I. I mean, obviously, I think everyone feels that this season belonged to Maisie Williams, but it was just because of her character mm-hmm. being the hero. Um, but I just feel like Lena Headey would be so robbed if she never yeah. got any love yeah. for playing Cersei because, like, it's is such an iconic role. She was amazing at it. So I don't know. That's a tough one. But I can easily see it not going to her, which would be sad. But mm-hmm. so supporting actor in a drama series, Jonathan Banks for Better Call Saul. Giancarlo Esposito for Better Call Saul, Alfie Allen for Game of Thrones, Nikolai Coster-Waldo for Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage for Game of Thrones, Michael Kelly for House of Cards, and Chris Sullivan for This Is Us. So that's that was the other one I want to talk about because Alfie Allen also submitted his name mm-hmm. on his own apparently, um, which is interesting that HBO didn't just put like ev- you know as, yeah. as many as you could. And Why I, would you not? And yeah. I'm sure it's expensive after a while, but like I'm sure they can afford it too. But mm-hmm. I think it's neat that Alfie Allen got nominated it makes me curious if they've never submitted him before because he's he is really good in mm-hmm. the part you know uh and maybe this year he was just like, i think season it. four would have belonged to alfie season that's four fair. right yeah season four? is that that's, when he was I getting tortured and so yeah that's fair became re- but he's also against peter dinglage who i think should and yeah will take oh it. after um, that whole uh was it that the last episode yes the last episode with peter dinglage mm-hmm. he stole the show He's great. I mean, he was He's just, so great. He's an amazing mm. actor. Again, I'm still just really disappointed in how that season sure. yeah. like, was written. So. I think writing shouldn't have been done. No. If it wins writing, I'm, mm-hmm. I've am i lost all hope in humanity. So are there some snubs that, besides Stephen Dorff that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I think that the two snubs for me uh, were Richard Madden. Yeah. Uh, I loved... Uh, bodyguard. He won the Golden and Globe. He won the Golden Globe. And I think he clearly got snubbed. Uh, but then the one I'm really most upset about, which I've seen a lot of people on the internet that are really mm-hmm. upset about, is Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am for too. Homecoming. I don't really understand why she wasn't even considered. Whether or not you want to, agree I mean, she was. She, 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 I'm sure she was I mean, considered. It's just like the fact that they don't even give her a nomination. Yeah, um, that blows my mind. It's a, it's a tough category. Great. Yeah, I that was that liked, but or I liked. Um, Homecoming. 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 I almost said bodyguard. I liked homecoming, but I wasn't blown away by homecoming. Mm-hmm. But also, I really enjoyed that. It. Was one of the big stories was that because she wasn't the only A list, quote unquote, A list actor to be snubbed because mm-hmm. they George Clooney didn't get nominated for Catch Twenty Two. Yeah. Emma Stone didn't get nominated mm-hmm. for Maniac. Mm-hmm. But then Catch Twenty Two didn't that get like really bad reviews? No, no, no. It had like seventy uh, something around. Oh, I was like, okay. it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad by sure. any means. I think it was just word of mouth. People saying it wasn't good. Not as good as yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but I mean it's it is interesting. I I mean I know I haven't seen Homecoming, but there it was a tough, pretty tough category. Is the uh, oh I always forget his name, uh, the actor in Homecoming, the detective, um, who is the Bobby Cannavale? He got snubbed also. Oh no no that was the um, the creepy guy. So the detec- the detective the actor who was Bradley Cooper's brother in Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, I don't remember what his name is, but I know he's. I wonder about. if he was in it because he was really good really? in Homecoming. But he no, would I be think supporting. In, no, I think Homecoming in general got snubbed in a lot yeah. of areas because people thought Bobby Cannavale would have gotten something too. Yeah, I think Stephen James was great in Homecoming. In that one too. 
Yeah. Um, there was something, man, there was something else I remember being surprised about. Now I'm blanking. But Is, Did Black Mirror, no, Black Mirror didn't make the cutoff. No. Oh, and that was the other thing, because uh, Handmaid's Tale also, even though Bradley Whitford got nominated for Best Guest Actor, Stranger Thing or uh, Handmaid's Tale season three was not eligible, mm-hmm. so they were but they were able to submit the last like three episodes or something mm-hmm. of season two because I guess they have this like hanging episode rule or something like that mm-hmm. where if a season continues I guess past a certain date they're able to submit those episodes hmm. so and it's still got a ton of nominations for those three episodes wow. which is crazy but that's why we didn't see like Elizabeth Moss this year mm-hmm. or uh, Yvonne Strahovski this year but anyways interesting to note. I only saw the last episode, and not even all of it, of When They See Us, mm. um, but I know how powerful it was, and I think, I hope, I'm hope i hoping that it wins a lot of awards. I, w- I would love to, it, one of the little kids was nominated, yeah. mm. which is pretty cool, yes. but I would love, even though I haven't seen it, I would love to see that um, win some stuff, but. Uh, oh, can we, can, do you have the sheet for a documentary? I think yes, I've seen documentary a lot of filmmaking. Divide and conquer the story of Roger. A- How do you say his last name? Ailes. 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 Hale County. This morning. This evening. R. B. G. The sentence. Three identical strangers. That's all I have. Oh. Three identical strangers mm-hmm. was on there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Because it was also nominated for an Oscar. Oh. Or no, it was. It well, it got. They always said it got. It was one of the ones that got snubbed for an Oscar. Sorry, oh. but it was nominated for Golden Globe. So that's, that's interesting because. I thought I saw maybe it's in a different category than that. Uh, well, there's like documentary or nonfiction special, which maybe is that's... the Fire Festival. Okay. Yeah. Jane Fonda and Five Acts, Leaving Neverland, Love Gilda, Mining the Gap, and the the Inventor. Okay. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, I thought I saw R. Kelly. The R. Kelly documentary was nominated, mm, which I thought was. Oh, I don't know. Don't see that anywhere oh. in this. Maybe it's, it was nominated for something else because I maybe. swear I saw it. Might have been not, maybe something in there. Yeah. Maybe there's some weird category in there. The Finding Neverland was interesting. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah. Anyways, weird year. Cool year. I yeah. I, I am. I've never been more excited for the comedy category, though. I usually just like brush off the comedy uh-huh. and then just pay attention to drama. But yeah. this year, uh, comedy is going to be really fun. And I guess Big Little Lies also just missed the cutoff, but mm-hmm. that'll be interesting for next year because that'll be another one They're where like so the, the wait was so long that I don't, I'm curious to see if that gets a, if that affects anything. Yeah. You know, just Did you know Adam McKay directed Succession. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, You're heavily involved in it. Did not know that. Okay, well, he's nominated. Well, that's cool. For directing. I know Phoebe Waller-Bridge got a ton of stuff because she was nominated for writing Killing Eve and Fleabag mm-hmm. and then was nominated mm-hmm. for an actress in Fleabag and her shows were both nominated. That's so crazy. Good for her. Yeah. Well done. I only know her as the voice in... <laughs> Solo. <laughs> Solo <laughs> uh, She's great. Very cool. Do you guys have any... Also, she did the polished draft of uh new james bond yeah oh, she might be right. the reason why nice. we have a cool 007 female yeah. yeah very cool i think fleabag is my next highest priority of things to watch it's really great so. only 20 episodes because it's only two seasons mm-hmm. nice short short episodes there was one episode i think it was only 19 minutes wow, wow. it's so great wow. i'm excited for you guys to watch it. i'm going to i'm going to make that a priority maybe i'll binge something I, i'm home this weekend i don't have anything to do this weekend any so. screen it or scream it's maybe my binging uh, yes i have a couple go screen it um striking vipers mm-hmm. the black uh, mirror episode black mirror episode with anthony mackie mm-hmm. i i loved it um, from like a month ago i know <laughs> uh check it out it's cool. <laughs> uh, and you still haven't seen it, Justin. No, I haven't. Yeah. So, so you know we're, we're going to cool. watch it. It's like Casey's maternity to leave. Well, the shows we're going to watch. Something that is current um, that just came out I Love You Now Die. Totally check it out. Two part documentary on HBO. Um, I don't even remember her name. I'm terrible with names. Uh, really fascinating case, though, about this girl who texted her boyfriend and, like, convinced him to mm-hmm. commit suicide and so now she's being charged with a crime and so it's interesting because th- i really love how they do this because the first part you think it's going one way or you might you sway one way then this after the second part you're like oh i don't know about this so they uh-huh. kind of present it like you're an actual juror member where you hear the state's case and then you hear the defense case second uh so definitely don't just cool. watch one watch two but I, really cool. I have problems watching court cases just because, like, 
they're cutting so much out. Like yeah. you're here, you're still hearing what they want you to hear mm-hmm. the bits and pieces to try to like convince you one way or the other. And you're not actually a jury member in court hearing all this stuff. So it's like, like, like there's just so much stuff that you're not hearing. Mm-hmm. So I like them to the extent where I think they're interesting, but then I always have to go into that rabbit hole of like, what is cut out of this oh, documentary? Sure. And then I get mad at the documentary. Cause I'm like, they left so much out. There was so much more stuff than that. And yeah. how could they do that? I just think it's so biased, but I do like being introduced to, to true crime cases like that. It's just I haven't felt this way in a while after watching a documentary to where I didn't think this one would be talked about as much as it is. But I think the people the next day um, I heard on the radio on a 96.5, the radio host started talking, debating the whole issue mm-hmm. here. And I think it's it's a kind of a creepy issue of uh you know, it's, it's it's presented the case in a in a good way, and you're just trying to figure out okay, who's right, who's wrong, is she crazy? Obviously, there's a lot of issues going on, but the most fascinating part to me is that uh, the judge hands down this ruling, and then that's the, kind of the debate: is that like if you walk down the street and you see someone uh, who's like dying, and if you just walk past them. Should you be charged with a crime? Do you have a moral duty to save this person? So that's the most interesting mm-hmm. part. So go watch it. I don't want to give too much away. But, but I still think that analogy does not apply that well right. to what happened with those teens. Well, the the judge, the way the judge explains it was basically saying. I mean, she, she Well, she knew he was going to kill himself and didn't do anything to intervene. Right. But right. that's not just it. She was she was taunting him and pushing him to do it. Like there's more to it than just not helping somebody. It's like, she was basically an accessory to his suicide by Mm -hmm. like enabling him. So I I think like that, it's a tough analogy because there's so more. Right. There's, there's more context to it. Um, The defense was trying to make kind of a similar Mm -hmm. case, more like if you convince someone to rob a bank and whatever, are you, are you in trouble? Well, it's like the act with the the Joey King mm-hmm. and I mean same thing she she convinced a kid to kill the mom she didn't actually physically do right, it but right. she was got 10 years in prison for convincing him to do it and planning mm-hmm. it even though she wasn't actually the one that you know stabbed the mom with mm-hmm. the knife yeah. and the, the other guy is in prison for his entire life I so. think I, th- I really want you to watch it because the way that the oh, judge, I'll, I'll, I got opinions yeah because <laughs> the way that the judge presents his sentencing is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't want to like talk too much because I don't right. know if you. I didn't know enough about the case. I, I but read the a way, lot about the case. When the way it was that happening. he said things, I was like, "Wait a minute!" So you're saying that in this portion, she's not committing any crime, but mm-hmm. then in this one little span, and we don't know all the facts here. Right. So yes, I agree with you. I've been trying to be better about documentaries about being like, "No, she's innocent," they or "He's guilty," or whatever. Outrage. But. Sarah does a lot of research for people who don't know. So I just, she gets I get really facts. into it because like I know that it's not the whole you can't put the entire story into a two hour documentary mm-hmm. when it was weeks and weeks of court, mm-hmm. you know? So I just don't like knowing that I'm missing a lot and and I'm only getting like a small sliver of what's happening. Yeah. And then they're trying to make me form an opinion on something without knowing everything. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe they just need it's to make like a two week documentary <laughs> yeah. on hey, court TV. You can I, swatch yeah, for I two would, weeks. I, yeah. I've been known to read full on transcripts of the yeah. entire court system like case <laughs> and it takes hours, yeah. but I'm interested in that sort of thing. So uh, Netflix released a trailer for their series called Unbelievable that looks really good. Uh, it stars Caitlin Deaver, Merritt Weaver and uh, Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. Caitlin Deaver plays she was in a teen from Booksmart. Booksmart, yeah. Um, she plays a teenager who was uh, raped, but they don't believe her because there's a lot of facts that are uh, that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And she eventually says she made it up, even though she probably didn't. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of discarded until another rape similar happens. And so Tony Collette and Merritt Weaver play detectives that are on the hunt mm-hmm. for the serial. Interesting. It's kind of got a like true story. Uh, well, it's based on like an article that was written called. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it was called, but it's based on like a Pulitzer Prize winning article. Wow. Um, but it looks really compelling and it's kind of exciting. Good people in it. Love yeah. Tony Collette. And then also Comic Con's going on right now. That's why we yes. got the it trailer. Yeah. So, so many so things. I'm really excited about the stuff so we're going to get. So I guess there is good stuff to Comic Con. 
Yeah, man. So Day, uh, DB yeah. and David Benioff were supposed to be on the Game oh, of Thrones right. panel, panel, and they backed. I don't know if they backed. They said they had scheduling conflicts, and then they they're yeah. not going to be a part of this. Which I think is mm-hmm. smart. And on them. Yeah. Miguel Sapchik, who did directed two of the episodes in the final season. So like, I'm wondering if they were scared of the Q and A and like the yeah. answers yeah. that they were going to have to answer for the final season, and then they were just like, we're just not going to be a part of yeah. this, mm-hmm. or if it really was scheduling conflict. Mm-hmm. So. I'm. I think that's fa- fascinating and probably smart of them yeah. to kind of try to avoid that. But uh, I'm. I'm just excited. Like we're getting a trailer for. Well, the... They haven't made any statements about it. Like you've heard the cast members speak out, yeah. saying like we think it's crappy that everyone's like disappointed. But yeah. they, we work really hard on this season and blah blah blah. But we have not heard from the directors well, they, like defending. Their, they admitted their decisions. Be- before it premiered. They said they were going to avoid the internet. Yeah, they for said they were going to go get drunk that. for a month. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but they know. The I mean, they know what sure. people are saying. Sure. So I, I just I'm curious to know. Not that they deserve an ex like it's not like we deserve an explanation for their decisions, but I, I guess mean, just their opinion on the backlash. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested I, in hearing. I'm you know. curious about that yeah. too, and also, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want an apology. Or, uh, I'm, I'm very curious what their opinions are, and I, I also think that because it was so universally disliked it's not like it was a small minority of people making Mm -hmm. a lot of noise like i feel like everybody i've talked to was somewhat disappointed Mm -hmm. and how they how they did certain characters and how they wrote that last season so right Um, i would feel differently if it was just a small group of people being grouchy like they are with star wars Mm -hmm. you know so. Yeah. Then the Russos keep doing these teases for their panel on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like one of the teases had the uh, the 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 Spanish library rap from Abed and Troy from Community. Mm-hmm. So and Abed in the morning. Yeah. So everybody was excited. Like, oh, what is this? Are they teasing like the Community movie? Uh-huh. But then later they tweeted one that had the no touching bit from Arrested Development. So nobody really knows what they're teasing, but mm-hmm. it's still exciting. And then of course, like Marvel's going to have all their stuff. So pretty pumped about that. Comic Con. Yeah. I don't really have a scream in, I don't think. Anyways. I no. don't either. Anything, Sarah? Um, I've just been watching, you know, getting doing my big little lies thing, still enjoying that. The acting's still phenomenal. I'll, yeah, I think all those women are. So you're happy with the second up. season? I'm not unhappy. I'm unhappy with the editing. Maybe this is my screen at and screen at. I'm liking <laughs> big, big Little Lies. I'm <laughs> watching that. I'm angry at how I think the editing is very jumpy and mm-hmm. it reminds me a lot of Sharp Objects actually and I have a lot of complaints about Sharp Objects mm-hmm. the way it was filmed and um, just the flashbacks that they kept like it just it's getting old like stop showing me the same things and then the way he's cutting it am I the only one watching this or are either of you I'm not, watching yeah. it yet um, he, he'll like go in between scenes but he'll cut them at weird points like mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be like the climax of the scene where they're just getting into a conversation or argument and then it cuts to something else briefly and then he'll cut that scene quickly too so it's a mm. lot of like really um, short edits and I don't feel like he's really letting the scenes breathe and I don't think I feel like we're cutting away from interesting conversations mm-hmm. um, too quickly so yeah I, I have some complaints about it. But. I wonder how much uh, I mean, I guess that's the editor's job. I'm just confused. Like, Andrea Arnold was, like, known for long takes mm-hmm. and, like, would do really neat stuff with her filmmaking. So I guess, like you're saying, I mean, you don't have a problem with the filmmaking. It's more just, like, the editing style and what they're going for. Yeah, you can definitely tell his influence over it since he did the first season and he also did Sharp Objects. But the, I don't feel like the first season it was edited the way that this one is even though he did the first season too so Mm -hmm. i mean maybe because since she took over for him maybe Mm -hmm. his influence was all still there i don't know like i don't know how much of this is her film and how much of or her series and how much is still his i Um, did read i didn't read the full article but i read briefly there was some sort of like conflict behind the scenes i guess with stuff that hbo wanted to do with the editing so i wonder if that's the problem yeah i don't know it just feels very and it feels a lot like sharp objects to me but not like the first season Mm -hmm. so something's different about this season Mm -hmm. the way he's cutting it and the storytelling is just getting kind of jumpy where it's like i feel like you know what what i love about it is the acting and these like conversations that these women have and these Mm -hmm. scenes between each other and to cut away from like scenes between Meryl Streep and uh, Laura Dern where they're getting ready to get into it and it just like stops in the middle of it and Mm -hmm. cuts to something else it's like no I want to see the meat of that like like Meryl Streep just said something totally insulting to Laura Dern and you're getting ready to see her reaction to it and then it cuts and it's just like ah do they go back no (laughs) okay well then that's that's even more ridiculous well that sounds like bad writing then yeah so not just bad editing. Weird. Yeah. But hmm. okay. Yeah, I don't know. 
You son of a. I don't oh, know. Oh, here's a, it's here's still a, a flashback. Hmm? Oh, yeah. No. He was trying to replicate yeah. your oh, issue. Exactly. <laughs> that, I can't. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm still watching Shit's Creek. I'm loving that. Um, we just started Divorce again because that season's back. Mm-hmm. Love Thomas Aiden Church. Uh, yeah, so. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff to watch. Good TV. Good TV. Yeah, I can't say that I've seen an amazing movie recently, but I am very, getting very, very amped up for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, very. Especially now because they're doing so much more press now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like anytime I'm seeing like Leo and uh, Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt on a couch, I'm like, I gotta watch that. (laughs) I'm gonna want to watch all their late night interviews. Like it's just gonna be a lot of stuff to catch up on their press tour. Very exciting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. Cool. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with lots more. Comic Con stuff. And <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know that we're seeing any movies next week. Well, I'm going to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. on Thursday, but that'll be after we record. So, yeah. sorry. We'll hopefully, I'll review that in a couple weeks. Yeah. But. Look us up on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good day.